In terms of the alphabet soup, you should see IRC and SASB disappear and be replaced by VRF. The Cohen Report, a no-holds-barred review of what's hot and what's not in integrated reporting. The world's only integrated reporting podcast with your hosts, Neil and Simon. Here we are back with the Koan Report, a small interim podcast, shall we say, a bite-sized podcast because we thought we would have a quick discussion on the planned merger with the IARC and SASB. This was, I think, first announced beginning of this year. November, actually. November last year. There was a webinar this week which gave some more information, which we've all been waited with bated breath to see what that was. Things are moving. Things are moving and we thought we would have a quick chat about what they announced. Okay, so I'm Neil from Koan and I'm joined with my colleague as usual, Simon. Simon, how are you? I'm very well. Very well indeed. Good. And we're just going to have a quick chat about the IIRC planned SASB merger. We actually sent an email about this because you very, very diligently listened into the webinar this week, Simon, or last week, depending when we release this podcast. Let's talk about what they announced, which was a little bit more insight to how they see things coming together. And what they what they did announce was that there will be one. So it's more, it's not even a merger as such. It's more that they will both fall under the new organization, right, called the Value Reporting Foundation. Yeah, in the in the short term, they're setting up a new organisation. So that's the Value Reporting Foundation, as um, as you say, and three elements will come under that. So it will be an umbrella organisation, and those are the SASB standards, of course, and the Integrated Reporting Framework and the Integrated Thinking Principles. So in the short term, the SASB standards and the IR framework will will remain in place. Okay, so there'll be one CEO, and that will be Janine uh, Janine Gulliot? Gulliot. I think she must pronounce it in an American way. Which I reckon one? that's Gillot or something, or I have no idea. Yeah, from it would, it would be it would be Guillot. Ah, in French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Janine is going to take over the role of, she'll be the first CEO of the Value Reporting Foundation. She's the current CEO of SASB. And Charles Tilley from the IIRC, he's the IIRC CEO at the moment. He will act as a senior advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, depending how you look at it. Uh, I don't know if it means anything or if that's just what they've agreed, but uh, I thought when I heard that there was this sort of umbrella organisation, uh, maybe you'll have a new CEO and these two will remain in the posts that they're in. But interesting to see that. That Any thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, at face value, they're, they're dividing up the roles between them. Um, the fact that, you know, the IR framework and the SASB standards will remain, there's no immediate change. This is, I mean, the, I think the significance of, of what they're doing is really about what will happen in the future. I think in the short mm-hmm. term, for most reporting companies, not a great deal will change. So if you're reporting at the moment against the SASB standards, you have the option of just of, of remaining with those standards and, and, and precisely the same with the IR framework. If, you, if you're reporting against the IR framework, you can stay with the IR framework. So I think the real significance here is, is what is the value reporting foundation eventually going to produce and that's one of the things that we put, we, we, we sent an email out today just with our thoughts and, and what we took from it. And one of the, the questions that we sought to answer is what is the motivation behind the merger? And that's ultimately that the two organisations will hopefully, with their merging through time, simplify the reporting landscape, right? That was uh, definitely the line that they were 
pushing during during the call. Um, so the attempt that you you we've heard, we hear it a lot from our clients, and I think you hear it a lot from reporting companies that at the moment, non financial reporting is just too complicated. There's a whole alphabet soup out there of different frameworks, and the idea behind this is to bring two of the main frameworks together and simplify things. Now the problem is is that at the moment they're not at that stage. So actually, in the short term, they're adding to the alphabet soup by yeah. adding adding the VRF, adding the value reporting foundation. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. So we're, we're keeping it short today. We're not going to go into it in too much detail, but that is one of the things that I would have liked to have seen that we didn't see. And that is more work on merging the frameworks. And maybe that's just me having far too high expectations or just wishing things to go quicker, but they are not merging the, the frameworks. And in, in They're not there yet. So at the moment, they're currently mapping the SASB standards against the IR capitals. Now, I think, I mean, one of the arguments that they'll make is that there is already quite a lot of overlap. And I think they're right in this. There is quite a lot of overlap. And that's, between why, should, the, that's why these organizations should complement each, each other, of course. Yeah, they should. They should complement each other. But I, I think there are some important differences, which it will be interesting to see how they resolve them. So, I mean, obviously the, the, the holy grail here is that what you're going to get, if you can put SASB standards together with the IR framework, is a framework that is comparable. So the, the weakness of an IR framework, which is very, of the IR framework, which is very principles-based, is of course that even within sectors, you can't very easily compare reporting from from different companies as soon as you go for something that's a little bit more prescriptive and that has specific standards and metrics attached mm -hmm. to those standards you can start to compare companies within a sector so that's a very laudable goal i think to try and keep the basic ir framework and the, the value creation story that that relies on but add something that will enable investors in particular to compare performance of different different companies yeah, that would be the, the real value, or one of the other real values for investors, the ability to do that um, across multiple companies in the same sector. Interestingly, and I think that follows on from what you're saying, is that G GRI do not have a seat at the table, right? And they were quite explicit in the, the webinar, they being the Value Reporting Foundation, to say they're not going to work with the GRI on this. Well, they said they were very explicit in saying that there was no merger with the GRI yep. uh, on, on the table at the moment. The GRI does have a seat at the table to borrow your phrase to, to a certain degree because they're already working with SASB. So they're already working on a joint work plan for report users. Yep. And of course, GRI were part of that initiative um, on simplifying corporate uh, reporting that was that was announced last year. Yeah. So they are part of the they are part of the mix. They're just not part of this particular merger. Yeah. Do you think that this is going to make things easier for reporters for the coming year? Do you think it's going to have no change or do you think it's going to simplify things? Let's let's think about the coming year, you know. Yeah, I suspect, I suspect in the short term it's not going to have much, yeah. it's not going to make much difference yeah. because um, if just if you look at the timetable, so the merger in fact is still being negotiated. So officially it won't be in place until the first week of June. From there, you've got to have a lot of work to try and get the two frameworks together. Yeah. If that's, if that's exactly where you're going. And during the call, uh, during the webinar this week, both the IRC and SASB were quite keen to, to um, stress that this was something, these frameworks were going to come together over time. Mm -hmm. So it's not exactly clear what 
what form that would take. And, and in the short term, they're just working on mapping the standards to the to the IR capitals. I mean, I think they've got a good chance because there is quite a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, so both frameworks are based on the value creation principle. Both have things in common like materiality. Um, if you look at the sustainability dimensions of SASB and the IR capitals, they're pretty close to each other. So there's a, there's a good chance there, but there are some differences that will have to be either overcome or if that's not quite the right word, they'll have to be tackled in some way if you're going to have a genuinely unified framework. And I think that is the fact that um, SASB is much more specific about industries. So it has specific industry standards. The IR framework is much is much looser. It's much more principles based. Um, so that will have to be there'll have to be a compromise in some way to get those two things together. And and the vision they have, I think, is that the IR framework would sort of sit above the SASB industry standards. So the IR framework would tell uh, reporters more about how to approach things like the value creation story and the business model and materiality. And then the SASB standards would would provide more guidance in terms of actually what you report and the metrics that you you use in the report so i mean i think the the building blocks are sort of there but i don't i mean in the next year i don't think it's going to change a great deal it sounds a bit more complicated to me to be honest even if we if we fast forward say two years and you do have the ir sitting above the guidelines shall we say or the rules i'm going to call them rules of sasb and then the sasb rules sit below that and then some companies might have gri i I mean i don't want to be the naysayer here but it does sound like layers of complicated to me and I really hope it doesn't get to that way because we will get a lot of confused reporters and what is already a very confused reporting landscape. I mean, you have an option. So in the short term, you can stick with what you've got. So you can stick with SASB or you can stick with the IR framework. You could obviously use both of them now already. Now, what that will do is that I kind of agree with you. That will complicate things because you're you're already bringing a second framework into the into the mix, and you've got things like um, well, external assurance, for example, that will mm-hmm. that will have to look at two different frameworks. I mean, eventually, I think what might pull the iron out of the fire is actually the global sustainability standards. Uh, board if and when that gets uh, up and running. That's something that the IFRS is working on. So the IFRS actually has a lot of clout both in the States and in Europe, and they can, I think, push forward uh, a genuine global standards. Which is another layer of complication if that comes in, but maybe we'll have well, to Well, I de- mean, that might, that might then actually just change the game altogether. So that might yeah. become the IFRS there, that might become, you know, US GAP or accountability, accounting standards for, think, for Europe. So, I mean, that might just become the equivalent for non-financial reporting. We, we get asked a lot when we're working with clients on which standard, what's the advantages, what's the disadvantages, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it lends itself to a full uh, podcast the episode in itself to go through all the standards. I mean, I think it's very complicated. And I mean, the worst aspect of this in many ways is not the complication for reporting companies. That's a massive issue for them. But it's also the fact that you're not giving investors the information they need in the form that they need it. Yeah. to make decisions, so to, to actually compare companies. And it's something we work with a lot of asset managers. And one of the things you hear from almost all asset managers is we don't have clear enough information on this to make a to make a decision. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, the, your environmental numbers are they're either they're not clear enough, they're not comparable enough. We can't take a look at one 
company in the car sector and compare it with another, or they're not reliable enough, or they're not consistent enough. So getting to a point where you're providing the financial markets with the information they need is actually the end goal of this. So So predominantly SASB is based in the US, IARC is based in the UK. Uh, It wouldn't be right for me not to at least mention that and have ask the question to ourselves and do you see some sort of US versus EU sort of framework thing going on here or do you think that this is where they're very complementary? That's what this is supposed to avoid uh, in many respects because at the moment you've got SASB in the US, the IRC has made several attempts to get into the US without a great deal of success. Mm-hmm. Um, and this really is, is an attempt to at least say, well, even if we have these two frameworks, they're both coming from the same place. They're both based on the same principles. Um, and eventually we'll try and bring these two together. So you know, as an investor, you can compare a US company's performance with a European company's performance. Yeah, um, which could be great. You know, I think if they, if they get that and they get the frameworks tied together, get yeah, it'd be very good to, to see that sort of, I'm going to call it cross-water comparability. (laughs) But I I mean, I think ultimately something has to be done to simplify. Mm. So, I mean, the motivation here, I think, is very well, there are very good intentions behind this because at the moment, reporting companies really are struggling. If if you include the rating agencies as well, you know, any European reporting company has to report against... IRC, it's GRI, but it's also, they also report against, you know, DGSI frameworks, TCFD. I mean, it really is an alphabet soup. So, I mean, anything that can be done to simplify that is is a good step. It was quite a bold move. I have to be honest, when they announced that you you said November, it was quite bold. I was surprised and happy to see it because I think before that they had announced that all the organisations, I think it was CDP, GRI, IRC, SASB, were working together on things. But to see this sort of bold move of, do you know what, we're actually are going to merge I was I, I welcome it what I want yeah. to see um, which is probably what comes across in my tone now is I want to see more how this is going to work in practice and actually come together not not yeah. just you know talk about bringing them under an umbrella organization which hopefully will come in early June when they they announce the next step in this I think we were probably hoping that they would be going a bit more quickly than this that they would have got a bit further with the with the idea than than they are at the moment, but I think it's 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 well intentioned, and you can you can see what's driving this as well. It's it's the issues we've already mentioned. So it's reporting companies and the reporting burden that they're they're facing. It's investors not getting the information they need, but it's also governments. You know, governments are really pushing for more non financial disclosure. And that is uh, that is filtering through to regulators and to companies and the, to the people who sit at the IRC and, and SASB. Okay, so I think we've covered that in some of the other questions that we had just now. But what what, could, what do you think we can expect next from this this organisation, the Value Reporting Foundation? Um, so SASB and IRC, the the official merger takes place, I think, in June. Um, there's an announcement in June. What do you think we're going to see? Now, we know that they've worked on mapping four of the six capitals, not six, but four of the six capitals uh, already. Um, so I would expect to see that completed. And I think you've alluded to it, but what do you think? What, what's your guess on what we might see in June and the months that follow then? Um, I think June might be too soon to see anything beyond the official confirmation of, of the merger. But I think, I mean, what we would like to see eventually is exactly what you alluded to a moment ago, which is a sense of what this is going to result in. What's what's the end game here? Mm. What are you actually trying to do? Is it going to be one single set of standards? Um, and how is that going to be achieved? So on the, on, on the webinar this week, they were talking a lot about bringing the two 
frameworks together, putting them on the same philosophical basis, mapping the standards against capitals. I think what you'd quite like to see is is the roadmap. So how are you going to get from there to something that's usable for reporting companies and that is clear and that reduces the number of acronyms we have to to yeah. deal with when it comes to comes to reporting? Yeah, I'd like to see one of that. I mean, I think uh, I'm often very cynical anyway, but I, I don't want this to be a marriage of convenience, but more of something of partnership that is truly going yeah. to be a proper merger and, and result in the right things. So eventually, eventually you should see, so in terms of the alphabet soup, you should see IRC and SASB disappear and be replaced by VRF or whatever its future incarnation is. So that at least would reduce the number of uh, initials that we, we have to deal with. But I think the next, what we would really like to see uh, and reporting companies in particular would like to see is, well, what's your roadmap? How are you going to get there? What are the steps you're, you're going to take? What will it look like uh, in, in concrete terms? And I think that's, that's, that's for the future. And so I think what we can do is also be good to talk about what's next from us in terms of this merger and how we see it. I mean, I think what would be good in future, maybe in some some near future episodes, we can get some people in to talk about their thoughts on the merger and how they see it. It could be some of our clients or people involved with uh, integrated reporting. Um, I think it would also be quite nice. I'm not saying we're going to do it, but it's certainly something that we've talked about to think about is see have our own attempt at maybe merging some of these uh, principles and rules and guidelines of the I framework and the SASB framework so that might be yeah. something that we, we do I think so I mean the, the devil's in the detail because if you on the surface there are a lot of crossovers between the two frameworks and it's quite clear they both come from the same place so they both come from the same philosophy but actually it's when you get into the details and you realize we have to use the same language and we have to use the right language for reporting companies. That's where the hard work is. That's where that's where yeah. the graft is, I think. Okay, so for report preparers just now, no changes as yet. We will do our best to keep them up to date. And in the meantime, if anyone's got any questions, they can reach out to us, this uh, SASB organisation or IIRC, and of course, listen to some of our other podcasts. So Simon, thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you love the Cohen Report, hit subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget, you can find notes and materials discussed on the show at thecohenreport.com or follow us on Instagram at thecohenreport. The Cohen Report. How will you report next year?